<laughs> is it time for recess yet? I'm so glad you found time to join us here on the Child Care Director's Chair, where Erica Sacoccio shares her best practices that she's refined through her passion of directing child care centers over the last 23 years. From parenting interaction, systems to save you time, money, and stress, to profitability. She shares it all from the Child Care Director's Chair. Leadership, leadership, leadership. Yes, Erica loves to talk about leadership, and today is no different. I know that we've talked about leadership over the last week, and I hope that you've had an opportunity to check out uh, the previous episodes. If you haven't, I would strongly recommend you do. Leadership plays such an important role for any school, childhood organization, before and after school program, or really just any type of business organization any type of structure, you really need to have strong leadership for it to be successful. But especially when it comes to managing staff and guiding children towards growth and development. There are many different leadership styles and they can have varying effects on both your staff and your children. And it really does shape their experiences and overall outcomes while at your program. So today's episode, we're going to talk about 10 different leadership styles and explore the different pros and cons and potential effects that it may have on the folks in your program. The first one I want to address is the autocratic leadership. Autocratic leadership make decisions independently without seeking input from others. While this style can provide clear direction and quick decision making, it may lead to a lack of employment engagement and creativity. And children may feel restricted and less motivated to express themselves. So there may be times that you do need to use that type of style, especially if you have to make a decision quickly or the decision really is dependent on what you need and doesn't involve a lot of other uh, folks in the program. The next style is the opposite of that. It is democratic leadership, which is one of my favorites. Democratic leaders involve staff and children in the decision-making process. They value their input and foster a sense of independence and ownership. This style really does promote collaboration, creativity, and certainly a positive work environment. Children feel empowered and they learn the importance of teamwork and communication. And this is one of my favorite ways to lead. It can be a slower process for sure, especially when you're doing um, you know, a majority vote that type of thing where you've got to get feedback from everybody, um, it could slow down the process a little. So if you're on a timeline, it's not always the, the best way to handle things. But I can show you an example or based on, you know, things that I have seen in my program, a great way to, to use democratic leadership is, let's say you just got a grant for $15,000 and it's for equipment. You could, because we all love to shop, you could bring out the catalog with five pieces of equipment that you are considering to purchase for your playground and let everyone vote on what they like and why they like it and get a consensus. And maybe you do the majority rules and that's how you decide what equipment that you're going to bring into the school. And especially school-age children really, really love to be part of that process. And that would be one way that I have used that democratic leadership style in the past, and uh, it works great. The laissez-faire leadership is one that provides minimal guidance and allows the staff and children 
to make decisions independently. While this style encourages autonomy and innovation, it can also lead to a lack of structure and accountability. Staff may feel unsupported at times because they're not getting that feedback or direction from you, and the children may struggle with self-discipline. So be careful when you are using that type of leadership style. It does have its place, but I would say um, you want to make sure that you do a check-in once in a while just to make sure that things are still going. You may be surprised to find out that you have some leaders within your program that you didn't even know um, existed. So that type of style really does allow the leaders that are within your program without titles, just leaders to rise and, and, and really start to lead groups. So I would say that that would be definitely a pro of that type of leadership style. Then there's the transformational leadership and transformational leaders inspire and motivate staff and children to reach their full potential. They encourage personal growth and set high expectations and provide support and mentorship. This style also fosters a positive and empowering environment where staff and children thrive. So transformation, I, I love that style. Um, I love watching people grow within our program, children grow. I've seen children who are quite shy a couple years ago who are now, you know, leaders of CIT programs. I've watched teacher assistants become lead teachers, lead teachers who have moved into administration roles, being directors of their own locations. So transformational leadership is certainly an amazing leadership style and you really can plant the seeds and help cultivate those seeds. There's the transactional leadership style where transactional leaders focus on rewards and punishments to motivate their staff and children. They establish clear expectations and provide feedback based on performance. While this style can drive productivity for sure, it can also create a transactional relationship and that can hinder creativity and intrinsic motivation. And it's very important, especially for children, to feel proud of themselves without somebody having to validate their feelings or validate their work. I, I feel like this is something that if it doesn't happen at a young age, it continues throughout adulthood. It's one thing to be recognized and appreciated for your work, but at the end of the day, if you do good work and you feel good about it, that really should count more than anybody else patting you on the back or giving you a sticker or thumbs up. You have to feel good about what it is you're doing. And this is why so many people have changed jobs in the last few years, uh, because our whole society has changed. And we really think about what's important to us, what motivates us inside intrinsically. So I do love that transactional, transactional leadership Although it, it, you know, it is one of those areas where teachers use very often with, you know, sticker charts and things like that. Um, I, I feel like those that have the philosophy where they do not rely heavy on that and they do a lot more of asking a child how they feel about their work and having the child be able to articulate it. I, I love that uh, the most. Then there's the servant leadership style, which is my absolute favorite. It is my wheelhouse. Servant leaders prioritize the needs of staff and children above their own. They support professional development and personal development. They foster a sense of community and encourage empathy and collaboration. And this style creates a nurturing environment where staff and children feel valued and supported. So here is the 
here's the con, because that sounds all great, right? The con is you can, one, lose yourself, two, burn yourself out. We all know you can't pour from an empty cup. So I would just say when you are a servant leadership in, in that role of a servant leader, make sure that you create balance for yourself and that you also are serving yourself just like you're serving others. But at the end of the day, that's what I feel a great leader does is there to help support and nurture their team. And then there's the charismatic leader. We all know them, right? Steve Jobs, perfect example. Charismatic leaders, they possess a magnetic personality that inspires and motivates staff and children. They have a very compelling vision and are very skilled communicators. While this style can create enthusiasm and engagement and may rely heavily on the leader's influence and can be challenging to sustain, which is what exactly happened at Apple when Steve Jobs left, right? They struggled without that leader in place. He was a visionary. So are you the visionary for your company, for your organization? And if you are, you have to remember that you cannot just rely on being charismatic. That is enough to get people moving and motivated and engaged. But you do have to employ some of these other types of leadership styles to keep that momentum going. Then there's the coaching leadership. Coaching leaders focus on individual growth and development. They provide guidance, feedback, and mentorship to help staff and children reach their goals. These styles promote continuous learning and skill building, also creating a culture of personal and professional development. Now, in my experience, coaching leadership style is something that is really very rewarding and very easily attainable if you have a small program. You have 10, 10 employees or less. Very, very uh, wonderful leadership style to use. If you're a larger organization, it is a little harder for one person to be that coach. So now you have to think about if you want to use a coaching leadership style, maybe it's the top, um, and I hate hierarchies, but maybe it's, you know, the owners are coaching their admin team and the admin team is coaching their lead teaching team and the lead teachers are coaching the TAs and the TAs are coaching the students. Um, that might be one way to break it down. But I, I really, like I said, I really hate hierarchy. So, you know, I think that if you have a small program, coaching leadership style is great. If not, you might need to uh, create a coaching program within your center. Uh, if your center has, you know, 50 employees or more. So something to think about, but coaching leadership style is fantastic uh, if you have a small program for sure. And then there's the bureaucratic leaders and they adhere to strict rules and policies and procedures and they prioritize structure, efficiency, and consistency, which are all great things, right? Of course they are. But although this style ensures that consistency and compliance, it may also stifle creativity and flexibility. And the children also may feel very restricted by rigid guidelines. So use that type of style of leadership when you need to, when something is really, really important that needs to be in compliance, it needs to be a very certain way. And that could be around your files. You know, it could be around your paperwork required for your state regulations. You know, maybe that might be when you want to use that type of leadership is this is the timeline, this is the structure, this is the form, this is when I need it, you know, all of those things. But other than that, I wouldn't use that type of leadership on a day-to-day. That's just my opinion. I'm sure others will have a different opinion, which is totally fine. And uh, we'd love to talk to you about that uh, in the comments on our on our videos. 
on our Facebook page, in our email, however you like to interact with our community. And the last one I want to talk about today is the adaptive leadership style. And adaptive leaders really thrive in changing environments. They embrace innovation, encourage flexibility, and adapt to new circumstances. And this style promotes resiliency, problem-solving skills in children and staff, and prepare them to navigate challenges effectively. So as I said, there's many different leadership styles. We talked about 10 of them. Some of them you will use together. For me, I really love servant leadership. I really love democratic leadership. And I love the coaching leadership. Those are, I would say, are my my favorite three um, for my personality, where I feel strong in my wheelhouse. Uh, it also uh, is very connected to my core values. But I'd love to hear from all of you and, and talk a little bit more about the leadership styles that you use in your program and why. And I think when we all understand that there are different leadership styles and the potential effects that it can have on our staff and our children and the effects that our leadership styles have on creating a positive and productive environment. And also we can recognize the strengths and weaknesses of each style. Leaders can then adapt their approach to best support the growth and development of the team and the children they serve. So I hope today's podcast was helpful. If you have not tuned into our YouTube channel, please hop on over to YouTube, Child Care Director's Chair. Hit that subscribe button. We have lots of new content there as well. And if you'd love to talk to us in person, uh, connect with us over at our website at childcaredirectorschair.com. We'd love to uh, connect with you. So have a great day. Bye. Well. All the cute little kiddos have been picked up and it's time to go home. And that'll do it for another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. Please leave a review so Erica knows the information is helping you to manage and improve your child care centers. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episode from Erica's Child Care Director's Chair. (laughs)